0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Welcome to the Nakuda podcast for Parsis V'yakil Pekude and uh, Parshas Achoidesh, the final of the Arpa Um Discussing, uh, are discussing here the uh, construction of the Mishkan and its uh, conclusion. Um, and we also have the um, concept of the parches of the is the of the of chodesh uh, and I was talking about the rosh chodesh nissen and the importance of that whole thing um, so uh, there's a couple uh, extremely important uh, basic concepts here that deserve to be discussed and I'll try to do that as uh, succinctly as possible the the um, Whole question of something new, you know, the novelty, the idea of Choydish is from the word chadash, which is uh, the word for something new, novelty, and um, we're at the point where we are, you know, finishing the construction of the uh, of the Mishkan and uh, talking about its dedication. I mean, that's happening actually during these days. Talk about the dedication of the Mishkan, and the fact is that. Um, the whole issue of what's new and what's not new is pretty basic because we know about you know the way that time is uh, is designed, uh, how Hashem intended time to work is basically a cyclical thing, and in fact, this is uh, the uh, concept of Chodesh in terms of the creation of the Levona the the moon um, on the fourth day of creation was the whole idea of the uh, the luminaries to determine uh, time and the moon more than anything else because if you just go by the sun I mean the sun also goes through its cycles in terms of the tachufas the the um, uh, what do they call it? The uh, you know solstices and and uh, all that stuff. So they do go through. It also goes through its cycle in terms of the phases, but not nearly as um, dynamically as the moon does going through its phases. And um, there's a great deal of uh, of discussion in Chazal and, and Holochis, uh regarding the phases of the moon because that determines. Um, not only the the year as a whole and the seasons, but also the specific uh, holidays and when they occur. Uh, and it's also complicated because in the Jewish calendar, it has to be uh, has to be figured out in relation to the seasons, so it doesn't get out of sync with the sun altogether, uh, like certain other calendars do. So. Uh, because the the, the hollies themselves are season are seasonal, season oriented uh, in terms of the, the uh, we talk about the pesach itself being chagah aviv, has to take place in the springtime and uh so is in the fall and these things have to have to fall in their proper season, so they have to be coordinated with the with the cycles of the sun as well. Anyway, the whole uh, whole point of this discussion is that there are uh, the fact that something is cyclical means that the same thing keeps coming back. And everything that we do related to religion is cyclical. We talked about the, the the holidays. We have shabbos, of course, which occurs every week, and then every day you have the tefillas are basically the same every day, except for for minor changes. Uh, and we keep doing them over and over again. So if you're doing something constantly over and over again, the same things, uh, how can they be new? You're just you continue. You know, the same patterns, and it uh, keeps coming back. Um, even Rosh itself. So we say that the the moon um, the moon uh, goes through cycles, and it, it's, it's renewed. So every time you know we have the new moon that's the idea of you know that it, it disappears and then it comes back again and it's like a fresh thing on the other hand, on the other hand it's the same moon and the same and, and the davening is the same davening, and uh, you know what really changes uh you talk about something new you think that this is something that changed not just something that goes away and comes back again so we have to look at obviously on a very on a deeper level of what what Shkoidosh is about altogether um and what everything is about in Yiddishkeit and why the idea, of, you know, you go to sleep at night and you get up in the morning. So when you go to sleep, your moichin, your, your, your intellect disappears for a while. You're not conscious, uh, in an awakened state. And then you wake up in the morning and it's a new day and you feel like a fresh start. Uh, but what's different about that day from any preceding day? So what I want to, uh, propose here is this idea that the fact that the moon disappears and comes back is a very, very significant thing about the whole uh, nature of cycles and what, what, the whole, uh, what life is about, so to speak. The, when, when we approach life, life, uh, the way Hashem has, has created it, and for you know, many reasons, which I'm not going to go into now, it's pretty complicated, um, is intended to be a growing process. Everything happens through growth. So if it's going, if it's happening through growth, that means that there's a change going on. But the change is not necessarily linear. The question is, how does change happen? Does change just evolve in kind of a, a straight path, like constantly going upwards? I mean, if, you're, if you're to to, to uh, um, uh, plot your progress in any given thing uh, on a chart, so is it just go straight up and there's no variation there, or does it? You know, most like I mean, I'm talking about a growth chart in terms of, uh, of of you know how tall you are because that is pretty that is pretty um, uh, linear unless uh, you know until you get to its peak and then it actually starts to come down a little bit. But it's not like you get you know taller and shorter and taller and shorter. But with just about everything else, any kind of progress, depending on the person, some people are more up and down than others. But generally speaking, you take uh a leap up so to speak you make like a sudden change upward and then you come down a little bit and hopefully not down all the way or not down lower than you were to begin with but you come down and then after you come down you go up again and hopefully you go up to a point that's higher than you were previously and so through that uh, progress of ups and downs uh, over time you see that you know it is generally getting you to a higher level than you were before and hopefully that, that continues to uh, to progress sometimes you have a bigger uh, descent uh, and sometimes you know less but the whole concept is one of uh, something we call yereda letsorach aliyah that you have to come down in order to go up again so you know the question is always asked why is that necessary you know why couldn't it just be a straight upward path and just, just keep going up all the, all the way and never come down. And I think there's you know, a, a lot of reasons for that, but one reason that we can say that's relatively simple is that until... The, what, what is the, uh, the, 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 the concept of the world, of the creation of the world, and what Hashem, how Hashem wants us to approach it? The world is created in levels, in strata, so to speak. There's, there's different layers to reality and to our uh, perception of reality. And according to our maturity, according to a level of knowledge, we are not able to access deeper levels until we've reached ourselves an internal level you know, in terms of both of, of emotional maturity and in terms of our intellect, um, which over time allows us to be prepared to prepare ourselves for higher levels or deeper levels. So higher and deeper is That you know, there's a concept of depth in terms of height. That the higher you go, the deeper you go. Is it's they're correlated. Anyway, the point is that that um, in order to go higher, we have to uh Reach uh, internally to reach also a higher level to prepare for that now That was so that would seem that then if you if you exert a certain amount of effort to achieve a certain level, let's say of, of performance or, or or understanding or you know ability whatever it happens to be Then you've invested something in attaining that certain that that particular level now once you've attained that level, why should you be interested in throwing that away in order to to go to a higher level? I and mean, why should I be striving to reach a higher level if I've reached a level which is comfortable for me and I've, you know, I invested in that both in terms of, you know, emotional investment and intellectual investment and, you know, it, it, it takes energy to get to attain a certain level. So why should I want to go to the next level? What, what's in it for me? You know, if I'm comfortable and I'm, let's say, I'm making money, you know, or I'm, I've gotten to a certain level of achievement where I get, you know, recognition and I might as well just stay where I am. So that's a good question. And the fact is that a, a trem- <laughs> it's very, very common to see people who get stuck at a certain level and they have no particular interest in going forward. And that does happen, unfortunately. But that's not what Hashem wants, because the fact that Hashem created this this uh, world in in different levels is um, was intentional. You know, He didn't want he, he because Hashem basically wants to reveal Himself to us, but He can't reveal Himself to us in our you know immature form. Uh, only you know that in the form that that. Uh, that that could be absorbed by that immature state he wants us to go constantly to higher levels because he the, he's created the creation with virtually infinite levels, so therefore he wants us to access those levels, but it can't be done all at once. So again, we have this 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 paradox you know here Hashem wants us to strive to reach higher levels, but he's put us in a situation where uh, we could be perfectly happy in staying at a lower level and have no interest in going to those higher levels. So what does he do? He takes that level away in other words, at a certain point he like like pushes us down with different things that happen in the course of our lives, which force us then to dig deeper, let's say about dig deeper, higher, whatever it is, to dig to to, to access a, a deeper and more advanced level in order to satisfy our own dissatisfaction at being Relegated to a lower level than we really think we want to be. And how do we do that? He'll very often expose us to a problem. And and it could be in many, many different aspects of of our lives. But there's a we 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 create a there there he creates a problem which forces us into a situation where, in order to to succeed or to you know uh, vanquish the enemy, so to speak, in order to 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 um, uh, for, for survival, in many cases, we have to find a solution. To that problem. And it could be an intellectual thing. It could be that we just reach a roadblock in our studies or in our understanding of reality as a whole, and we have to like, throw out what we know till now, because that's not sufficient to handle what we're being faced with, and look for a, a totally uh, new solution. To go, you know, we, 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 have to, we have to go to the next level. And there's another aspect of it, is if we're, we reach a level of arrogance, because of what we think that we know, then very often we have to be shown that we really don't know and then we have to, throw, again, throw out what we thought we knew and seek a new level to get to this, this higher level that we have to get to. So the novelty, what's, what's talking about, something new, a real chiddish, as we say, the, the idea of, a, of something chadash, something new, is, is not dependent on doing something different than we always did. It's doing the same thing, but in a totally different way on the basis of a totally different understanding. So we have to give up the illusion that we really knew what we were doing and recognize that that which we knew was only valid at a certain level. But now, in order to get to the next level, we have to acknowledge that we really don't know. And very often, I mean, to see it myself very all the time, when I get to a certain level where I say, I really don't understand what I'm doing. I really don't know what I'm doing. So that forces me to, to look deeper Dig deeper and now get to a level Where I feel like at least I have some kind of a handle On this and then you get to the next level And then you see all, all, of a sudden there are all kinds of stuff you can't handle Over there and I, again I don't know So therefore I have to now I have to now you know Dig deeper so that I find out And I, and I am, am able to deal with that Level as well And, he's, and Hashem is constantly pushing us uh, Probably throughout our lives Until you know, our dying day To get to these these, you know, new levels um, uh, go on for a very, very long time on this theme. But the concept is, again, that, I mean, you look at the, what Mao had as a uh, cultural revolution. What was the idea of the cultural revolution? Because he saw that people were becoming the his, the, the Previous revolutionaries that threw out the old system, and and came to this new system, were starting to get very complacent in their new system, and he didn't like that. He, he decided that you know you have to have to have constant you have to stir the stir up the pot. You know, so it's a new generation. You know, throw out the old stuff in order to replace it with something new. Now I'm just saying I'm not trying to justify Mao with his uh, with his. Uh, um, you know ruthlessness or whatever but but i 'm saying that the truth is a truth in the sense that in order to get to the next level, we have to first basically reject. What we knew before, or you know, as we want to build, obviously, on what we knew from before. It's not totally throwing out, but it's realizing that what we had from before was is not sufficient now to go to the next level. We have to go to. Um, of course, it's not a matter of rejecting things that are true. Sometimes it's a matter of rejecting things that are not true. You know, a person can get to a certain level of uh, a secular person, for example, can can finally figure out that secular this secular lifestyle or the secular knowledge is not enough to cope with life as, as, as the complexities of life as a whole. And then they seek to do tshuva to go to the next level, of, of, you know, something because it wasn't sufficient for them. Uh, and a religious person also has to question their their motivations: Were they really the Shema? they are they have they gotten to the real depth of the you know and the the uh, um, the brightness of light that's necessary? So the the fact that the that that the moon is concealed, even though the moon is there. But the moon is concealed. It's, it becomes invisible. We can't see it anymore. And then we have to go now through another gradual process of growth till we reach a certain maximum. And then this becomes a full moon. And then, you know, we feel like, you know, oh, we must be there. But then all of a sudden, it starts going back down again. And then we have to, again, you know, investigate to are we really, you know, do we really appreciate this, whatever it is, on the level that it that we should be at, and then push ourselves to go to the next level. So that's basically the whole concept of growth. And um, how does this relate to the Yaakov Pekude? Is that you know that was a tremendous Hiddish. I mean, the the concept of uh, is, uh, if you go into the real you know the panemius of the idea of the miutayor the fact that the, the why the, originally the moon didn't start out like this. We're told that it originally was a bright a bright uh, light with its own light like the like the sun, and it was demoted through a whole uh, process, uh, in a certain confrontation with Hashem, with the Creator. Uh, where it was sent down into the lower worlds in terms of the, as, uh, representing the Shekhinah, the idea that the Shekhinah is was sent down into the into the world itself, into the, into the physical world, so that it would be able to be down here together with us and it would be able to ch- shine from down below as opposed from, from above to below. So uh, it's a, a whole complicated uh, explanation of how that works. But the point is that, you know, in the end, that... Um, the concept is that the 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 shrin, uh, the the mishkan. And ultimately, the Beis were created in order to house the Shechina, to create a place for the Shechina, so that light of of, of the Shechina, of Malchus Shemai, would be able to, and years would be able to shine out from that specific place. Then, when it became destroyed and the Jews were dis, were, were uh, dispersed into Gullus, each individual person became himself a chariot, a vehicle for the Shechina to be able to spread Hashem's light throughout the world, uh, in you know, through through the the various exiles where the jews were were sent, um, but the idea there was also that that through the darkness that was prevalent in the world before the Sheah was sent down uh it was only a a preface the 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 uh, lack of inspiration, the lack of direction the lack of of uh, of clarity that was present before the Shekhinah came into the situation was then dispelled by that light of the Shekhinah coming in and raising the level of everything everything else. And every time the Jews were exiled to another place, it was a tremendous yurida. Uh, uh, it was it was a descent into a whole other set of, of challenges, but then whenever they went to that place, they had to build themselves up from there, and then the light of the Shekhinah again was, was uh, uh, illuminating that place in the world that previously had not been exposed to it. So all of those, the whole history of the Jewish people throughout the generations has been a process of the, exactly this, this idea of Eurydice and Leos, and that's why we are compared to the Lavana, to the, to the moon, with its phases, because we're always going up and down, but that's all, that's, that's intended, because that's, it's always going to the higher level. So the, um, uh, this is like the, the, the beginning of that that whole uh, process, this idea of building the building the Mishkan, and even though it wasn't a permanent Mishkan, and but the the, bring the concept of bringing the light of Hashem down into the world is something that is um, a constant uh, thing that's been going on through throughout. Uh, throughout creation until, you know, finally Mashiach, Zeidon, Mashiach does come and we build a third base of Mikdash, then it will be something permanent and uh, we'll enter into a whole another domain where the moon itself becomes transformed into a different entity altogether and a whole different system of uh, our relationship with Hashem will exist. So uh, that gives us a few ideas of what's really going on here and um, on a deeper level and uh, I hope everyone has, uh, can, can draw some inspiration from that.